Before we let you go, we've got Coach Desiree on the line. What's your message yes. to Coach Desiree tomorrow? Coach Desiree, can you hear us? And Solomon. <laughs> Desiree, what an extraordinary Joanne Solomon. The best striker I ever, ever played with. Chappie. Chappie's got goals for fun. You didn't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> you can speak to her, Joanne. Are you Desiree? I'm good, Jappy. I'm good. I'm uh, good. All I can tell you, Desiree, is good luck for tomorrow. Tell the team to end Solomon say they have to play as a unit like they did from the from the first game till the Zambia game. Because like um up front we have, there's a there's a, a, a missing space because um Tim is not there, but if they're gonna play like a unit like they did against Zambia, I believe in them. And I believe in you in a technical team. The way you took your team from the world down to now. And all the best with you guys. Thank you, Joanne. I'll give you a call after this. <laughs> Thanks, Joanne. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, so many people are sending us messages saying Joanne must be assisted. And uh, somebody says, I hope somebody will document this great story of a wonderful player. That was Joanne Solomons. Coach Desiree, she spoke highly about you during the show and your playing days from the club to the national team. We also educate on this show. Coach, for those who don't know Joanne, what made her so good in your opinion? Let me tell you, when the goalkeeper is getting ready, the ball is already in the back of the net. <laughs> that's how, that's how good Joanne was. She'll hit you with the left, with the right. Before you even know it, you're still standing yourself. The ball is already there. That's what made Joanne so good. That's what made Joanne so good. And she packed a shot, eh? Ah, she could hit you. She could even win those aerial balls and put the ball in the back of the net. With that height? With that height, she could go up. She could go up. She was quick too. So you you needed you needed to know your game with yeah. Joanne. You needed to know your game. Hey, but you gave her a pass against Ghana, coach. The, That's my point exactly. <laughs> and I was still looking, and the next minute the ball's in the back of the net. You know, the keeper was still getting ready, and she thought Joanne was going to put it on the one foot, and Joanne hit it with the other foot, and it was in the back of the net. <laughs> what a player! Yeah, those were the days. But but you've got a big one tomorrow, coach. We just wanted to call you. Firstly, congratulate you on winning the award. It sounds like you were reluctant of going to the awards because you had one eye on the final. But think, think, thankfully, you went there and you collected your award. I mean, it's your third one. How special are these awards for you? I know you always talk about the team, also. Look, I didn't really want to go. We know we have a big match, but I trust the technical team wholeheartedly. I've looked at the training and the players were absolutely magnificent because we record everything. And I went there to represent the team because I always say to the players, these individual awards depends on the team and the award is for the team because without the team, we are not nominated or awarded or rewarded. And it's not just for them, you know, it's for the coaches that, that, that work in women's football, uh, mm. Safa and Cecil, who supports us and, and has the faith in us. And for the fans, they have been absolutely amazing. Mm. And, and your team has also been amazing, Coach. What's been key to getting to this stage, to the final of this WAFCON? Because you've had a lot of challenges along the way. Joanne mentioned you lost Tembi. You had a COVID outbreak also. There's just been a lot for you. What's been key in getting this far? I think being united. I think um, being, uh, I mean, you speak to players and a lot of them say they've never been so connected. Mm. We have a mental coach here, mm. um, which I think is, was also important. And she's worked with us since before we left South Africa. 
and um, came here, worked with a whole group and then worked with the players as well. And I think that has helped a lot. But the single mindedness of the whole group, you know, when we sat down at the beginning and we asked, what is the ambition? The ambition was to win AFCON. Yeah. I said, yes, we have to qualify for, the, no, if we quali- if we win AFCON, we qualify for the World Cup. Single-mindedly, and we took it day by day, day by day and game by game. And we made sure we celebrated after every game, but the very next day, it was back to work. And uh, what kind of a feeling do you get in the camp ahead of the big one tomorrow? Now, are the nerves, is there excitement? There's actually, strangely enough, there's actually no nerve. There's actually focus, like complete focus. They know how big the game is. No one has to remind them how big the game is. They know they're on the brink of making history. They know the people back home is supporting them 100%. They know what's at stake. I mean, people are talking about the crowd and the fans. And yes, that is that will be a factor. But we've played in the biggest stadium in, in the world in Brazil, against Brazil. While they were singing the national anthems, I had goosebumps, you know. We went to Equatorial Guinea. We just saw and we had like a lot of issues leading up to um, preparing in Equatorial Guinea. When we came out for the warm-up, we just saw a sea of red, you know. So we played in Cameroon against the host, not in the final though. And it was 99.9% Cameroonians in the stadium. So the players have matured over the years, you know, um, and they know what's at stake. I don't have to remind them. They say they're ready, and I believe wholeheartedly in them. And, uh, you know, they look forward to the match tomorrow. Yeah. And, and what will be key tomorrow? Do you stick to how you've played throughout the tournament? Uh, do, you, do you play according to what's in front of you? Look, we've played different formations in the tournament, different personnel in the tournament. We needed to do that. Mm. Otherwise, by this time, the legs would have just been gone. You know, So we needed to win that first game, obviously, to make the changes and make sure that we rest players and keep players fresh. We also had some players missing in some games, etc. We had the COVID outbreak and we were not sure what was going to happen. Safa came through for us with that and assisted us tremendously with that. And it was great to have the president here. He was very hands-on where that was concerned. And, you know, we, we, we just want to stay true to who we are. But we also know that these knockout matches, you know, sometimes you have to grind. And we've shown that we can grind, you know. I think the key to this is keeping a clean sheet. Mm. We keep a clean sheet. We're a team that can create. And hopefully, you know, the being clinical in front of goal will happen tomorrow. You know, we've uh, played in a couple of games where we should have finished off the opponent quite early. And hopefully that all comes together tomorrow. And do you feel vindicated with your squad selection, Coach? Because I heard you before you left. You said that you had to take lessons from 2018 when Rafilio had to go back, when Leandra was injured and couldn't take a penalty and you you had to make sure that you cover all departments. Has that worked out for you in this tournament? Look, we always knew the quality we had in the group. We know there's a lot of good players out here that didn't make the squad, but we needed to be to select the players that we thought would do the job. And so far, you know, they've, they've come through for us. There was a time where... We didn't have a lot of players at training due to the COVID situation, but they were ready to step up, you know. They were ready to step up and I reminded them of why they were here. I reminded them of why we selected them in the first place for every eventuality. We did not know that the COVID situation was going to happen, but we were were ready for every eventuality. And it was one of the best training sessions we had that day, you know. And then... We all got together and uh, there was a somber mood when Tembi got injured, but Tembi reminded the, the players that this happens in top sport. 
and uh, why we are and we have to continue with 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 our objectives and to have to make sure that you we reach it and i remember when she came back to south africa for the operation she said if i wake up please don't give me bad news <laughs> <laughs> well you she, better she's, not. she's really been she's really been a beacon of hope yes. um you know really putting really wonderful messages in the group and and us chatting to her on a regular basis so we wish her a speedy recovery a true professional and a true, true team player. And just finally, before we let you go, what are you expecting from Morocco? There seems to have been a turnaround in football in Morocco over the past few years, and we're seeing the results with their national team here. Look, they've made a huge investment. You know, they've got two professional leagues going. They mm. have a national league for U17. They've played almost everyone in Africa bar us, you know, bar Nigeria and so on, but they've played almost everyone um, um, leading up to, 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 to the competition and since last year. So they've really started preparing when they knew that they were going to host and got a top coach from Europe who mm. won the Champions from League. Um, no, yes, mm. um, and got, uh, got, got players who had a Moroccan heritage. So they've really, really prepared and, uh, you know, came into camp early, most earlier than most other teams and being at home and etc. I think uh, they were also uh, lucky that they played all the games at the same time and mm. didn't have to move, whereas other teams had to move. Mm. But that's the nature of the competition. You prepare for that because you know you're going to travel. Luckily, it's not a, a far distance. It's about an hour or so to, to get from here, hour and a half, to get from here to, 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 to Casablanca where we played one of our matches. So, um, you know, and um, they, 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 they showed the quality um, and, and I think Nigeria showed what a true champion they are, going playing with nine and almost winning the game. So, yes, um, you know, we know we're in for a fight tomorrow, but we're ready for a fight. You know, we, we've played beautiful football. We've played football that, um, uh, uh, that we didn't score goals. But we've got the we've got the victory, and these these matches in the knockout stages is about the result because that's all people remember. You know, we want to stay true to who we are. We want to play the beautiful football, but we can also grind it out. And just finally, coach, a lot of people want to know how was it like sitting next to Sadio Mane and Alusisa last night. <laughs> what did they say you to know, you? It's not, you know, it's not the first time. Yeah, um, Alusisa doesn't speak much English, uh. but Sadio Mane does. It's not the first time when we. When we when I won the award previously, I was also myself and Tembi sitting next to Sadio Mane. So it's not the first time. <laughs> I mean, he's such a top top player, but the most humble gentleman you can ever meet. You can ever meet the most humble gentleman, a top player, but very very down to earth. Before we let you go, let's just play you some messages from South Africans who've sent us voice notes tonight. Taviso, yeah, man, congratulations to Vanyana Vanyana and to the coach there. Uh, one thing I can tell you, Tabiso, we are bringing it. We are winning it. Definitely winning it. Um, I know that it's going to be difficult there in Morocco because of the fans there. But I think we have the skill. We have the pace. We have a solid defense there. So we're coming back with it. This is Joseph Mambo from Maga. Evening, the member Tudad from Malad. Congratulations to Coach Desiree Ellis and the team for reaching the final. Congratulations on the Coach of the Year award. She must keep up the great job. She's representing the country very well. Probably tomorrow, one experience load shedding because you're playing the final. All the <laughs> best. Thanks. Good evening, member and Kateho. Give name to Coach Desiree. Um, I'm very nervous. Excited at the same time. 
just want to say they've done us proud they're in pride of the nation for a reason just want to wish them all the best tomorrow we will be watching i'll have my bafana my banyana banyana jersey ready good luck to them and uh we'll be whatever happens we'll be waiting for them at the airport when they come to a hero's welcome and co congratulations to coach that's for coach of the year third time in a row what a coach congratulations to her we're behind her we are going to the world cup also and i had you in one of your post-match interviews coach sending a shout out to those affected by load shedding you might take it lightly but a lot of people appreciated that because it's a serious thing here at home <laughs> no you know it's a, it, it was important that people know how we appreciate their messages how we appreciate their support and we know it was difficult times and we wanted to our president dr jordan always says that there's so many people that have so many issues and challenges whether it's unemployment or as you say load shedding um lack of water etc all of those things and he say it's up to us you know to put smiles on the people's faces and we're so so glad that we could put smiles on their faces because you know without the fans we we as as as, as athletes and, and coaches are, are are non-existent and finally you got a call from the president what did he have to say Oh, no, he was just wishing as well. He was putting no pressure on us, but he was saying that he's going to meet us at the airport with the trophy. <laughs> okay, yeah, we <laughs> hope we'll all be there with the trophy on Monday. But he thanks, actually, Coach. He's sleeping yeah? at the airport. That's what he said. He's sleeping <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> okay, we'll send cameras there. Definitely, we'll catch that on camera. But thanks, Coach, for speaking to us. All the best tomorrow. The whole country's behind you. One more game. Bring it home. Thanks, uh, Tabisa, and thanks to the listeners. And we will definitely go out there and go for gold. Pride of the nation, Banyana Banyana, certainly made us so proud so far. One more hurdle, they can bring back their first ever WAFCON title. And we do have that clip of the president, Katlejo, the producers managed to pull it up, out. Um, I haven't heard it, uh, so let's play it. And it's the real president, right, of the country.
Yeah, that's wonderful. It's actually a whole video um, here of the president speaking to the whole team and they just all smiles. Don't know if they're starstruck or if they're in disbelief that the president has actually called them. You can see the Rafila Jane can't believe it. Janine, with all ex- uh, experiences, is, is, is also surprised. Even Serrero, um, not Serrero. <laughs> I like to call it Serrero, Linda, Linda Mutlalo also there. So that's a nice touch from the president and we really hope that they bring it home. I see uh, Safa President Denis Jordan is also there um, in Morocco and we heard from the coach saying that she, he has given them a lot of support. I also saw the ambassador was also there visiting them and has been behind the team throughout South Africa's ambassador to Morocco. So there's a lot of support for this uh, team. And you can catch the final, by the way, live on SABC One tomorrow, the build-up starts at 9.30. It will also be on the SABC Sport uh, Channel, DTT Channel 4, OpenView 124, Telcom One, SABC Sport Digital Media Platforms, and SABC One. So the build-up starts at 9.30. You can catch Gloria Brown and the rest of the team, Olizondo. They've been doing some great work uh, throughout the tournament with coach Simpiwa Lulu also. So we're looking forward to that analysis also tomorrow night. But tonight, there is Nigeria and Zambia. Yeah, I know Nigeria have issues with um, with payments and with with um, with the money they were supposed to get from their federation. But they did say that they will go ahead though and play the game tonight um, against Zambia as they play for 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 third bronze medal match. But both teams have already qualified for the women's uh, World Cup that will be played next year in um, Australia as well as New Zealand.